Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to the run, home or Gazy. They've got... One foot on the plane. The ticket is ready. Nah, they just have to there. to both later on. Oh, they just have to seal it tomorrow night. The Matildas <laughs> when they take on Uzbekistan in the second of the Olympic qualifiers in the heat here at a sold out Marvel Stadium. One of the stars of the show, as always, will be Haley Razo, and she joins us this afternoon. Hello, Haley. Hello. Thanks for having me. Do you feel like it's almost job done, <laughs> or you can't quite look at it like that with ninety minutes still to go? Yeah, I mean, halfway there, I'd say. Um, Another 90 minutes, and then hopefully we, we book ourselves that ticket to to the Olympics. No, it's an exciting time, and uh, based on what we saw the other night, it looks like you're going to this game uh, overwhelming favourites. But what a contrast in conditions that you're going to experience. Freezing cold over here, and it's going to be a stinker. Uh, when you're up against it here... Does it? Does it, have you much adjustments that you've had to do? Do you change your your, uh, your game style at all because of the conditions? Um, no, I think we pretty much stick to our game plan. But yeah, in Uzbekistan, it was I think one degree and snowing a little bit as we went out to warm up. And um, I've looked at the weather for tomorrow, thirty six maybe. So <laughs> it's a little different. But um, us as Aussies, we like to play in the heat. So hopefully. The conditions are a little tougher on them than they are on us. Hayley, as a team and Tony as the manager, how did you assess the performance the other night? I mean, it was dominant. It took a while to break through. Did you feel like, oh, I mean, 3 nil in an away league is a great result, but did you feel like you you left some goals out there as a combination? Yeah, it was tough. They were tough to break down initially, and um, obviously we had to keep our foot on the pedal and just keep grinding. But um Hopefully this game in front of our home fans in Australia um, with the atmosphere behind us will be able to be a little bit more clinical and hopefully put away some more goals. The World Cup is the big thing in football. It's the biggest sporting event in the world. Oh. And Olympics, sorry, Gazy, might, sure? might, <laughs> might be number two. Oh, you had Haley answer that one. Oh, I'm, just sort, just, I'm just sort of building it up and then okay. I'll see what the answer is. Okay. But from a, a footballing point of view, Haley, can you compare a World Cup to an Olympics is... Are they both as special as one another? Is there one just ahead of the other? I mean, I think you're right. In terms of football, the World Cup is mm. is the pinnacle of that. And being able to, to play this last year in Australia was, was extremely special. So I'd say both as special as each other. And we had the amazing World Cup that we did last year. So hopefully we can um, finish the job tomorrow night and then get ourselves off to a to another Olympics. Apology accepted, Andrew. Apology accepted. Well, no, I think she's very neutral and handled it magnificently. Um, When you're up against uh, Uzbekistan, who would have thought, uh, I mean, you don't have to go back too far to thinking 
If someone had said to you that you were, Australia's going to be playing Uzbekistan and you're going to get 50,000 people to the contest, geez, you would have said, tell them they're dreaming a few years ago. It's, uh, it's an amazing experience. And I guess it's, when 50,000, do you still get a little nervous, even though you, you guys have had that experience quite a bit in recent times? Yeah, um, you're definitely right. Before the World Cup, it's probably something that we would have never thought about. Um, since playing in the World Cup and coming back and playing in Australia and seeing the way we've been selling out the stadiums and the public support behind us, it's been something I probably would never have imagined or been able to describe. But um, I think, yeah, definitely still feel a little nerves when playing in front of so many people. But always feel very honoured and like it's a very special occasion coming out, playing in front of the Australian support, family, friends, all of those we're closest to. So it's mm. it's it's a real honour each time, really. It's been Hayley Razzo, Matilda Starr, head of the second leg of the Olympic qualifier versus Uzbekistan at a sold-out Marble Stadium tomorrow night. Hayley, tell us about Mary Fowler. We were talking about this uh, yesterday, that uh, all the great athletes, seems like the game slows down when, when the ball's in their <laughs> possession and she seems to have that uncanny ability as well that uh, she just always appears to have so much time, even in the chaos <laughs> at times of a football match. Yeah, there's something about her, isn't it? She is so composed <laughs> for, for, for such a young talent as well. Um, extremely talented. The way she manoeuvres the ball, the way she strikes the ball with both feet, it's it's incredible really. But when, in the game the other night when she was lining up for that shot, before she struck it, I'd just come off and was on the bench and I was like, it's a goal, and then hit the bottom corner. It's just like when she has the ball at her feet and she's shooting, you just know it's going to go in. And what about, you, when you talk about some of the performances the other night, the, the story, and, and I'd be honest, I, I hadn't heard a lot of Michelle Heyman and what she's been able to achieve uh, has been quite some time. I think the last time she played was, or the last time, it was Six 26, years ago. yeah, it was a while ago, yeah. and spent a bit of time away from the sport to come back in. Uh, it's, a, it's a fantastic story how she was able to slot in and um, perform very well when she got the opportunity. Yeah, it's a great story. I think you're right, and it's been five years, and... Obviously played with her probably five years ago um, and she's just been scoring a lot of goals and absolutely dominating in, in the A-League. So for her to come in and continue that form, it was it was at a moment where we really needed a goal as well. So I'm sure it was a very, very special moment for her, but she's got her goal scoring boots on and hopefully that continues for her. Hayley, have you bumped into any of the keepers today? Are they doing cartwheels? The fact <laughs> that Nike's now yes. selling their jerseys yes. and... Uh, all the girls and boys that wanted Mackenzie Arnold strips after the World Cup can now go out and buy them? It is amazing, isn't it? It's, it's funny. I was just at lunch with Tegan and she was so happy. And I said to her, you're on cloud nine today. You must have slept well. But it makes sense. Her, her jerseys are on sale now, so maybe that's it. We, we don't want to buy the goalkeeper's jerseys, do we? Mm. We want the strikers and the wingers, nah. don't we, Hayley? They're, yeah, sure, they're far more fashionable surely. than the goalkeeper's. I- yeah, I agree. But what about your own experience and, and just seeing what you've been able to able to achieve over the last uh, few seasons, play some big clubs, Manchester City and then, then Real Madrid. Uh, with your experiences at Real Madrid, we see it here in the AFLW, there's a real connection between the men and the women. Do you still do you get that same type of connection over there uh, with Real Madrid? Yeah, obviously one of the biggest clubs in the world in terms of football so um, there's a lot of security around the men's side at the moment but we've been through a couple of events where um, both teams are there and there are some absolutely phenomenal athletes and it's it's amazing to actually be even in the same room as them sharing the facilities with them so um, yeah I'd say I'm pretty lucky to be at a club like that it's it's a phenomenal 
club to be able to play for. What What is it like, Haley? I mean, you're living yeah. in, living in Spain. Like most people would say, Real Madrid is the biggest football club in the world. I mean, you came from a pretty big one, as Gacy said, uh, Manchester City. But how, how have you found the league so far, living in Spain? How have you found the whole experience? Yeah, living in Spain is great. The sun's always out, which is nice. A little bit of a change from being in Manchester, where it was raining most days. So um, the lifestyle is really good. Team's great. Um, language is a little difficult, but I'm getting there slowly. Um, in terms of football, it's it's been great being able to play in the Champions League. Um, we play twice a week, every week, so lots of games and the standard of football is very high, very tough, physical, technical. So, so far, so good, really enjoying it. How's it compared to the WSL, the standard and oh, the physicality? It's pretty similar, actually, in terms of physicality. Um, I think in Spain the, the technical quality of the players is just so high. So um, that's probably the main difference and something that – I guess is able to um, work with me and help me develop still, even in my older age now. <laughs> so it's been, it's been quite good. Is it generally accepted that when you've got to go and have national duties that they let you go with open arms and they're very supportive of that? Or are they a little disappointed or reserved about allowing one of their elite players to leave their program? Um, well, we have so many players who play for different respective national teams. So when international break comes, a lot of players end up leaving. So I guess they pretty much have to send them off, obviously, um, hesitantly, I suppose, in hoping that everybody comes back fit and healthy. But for me, on a personal level, I love coming back, playing for Australia, representing my country. Um, so I I get very excited um, every time there's an international window coming up. Hayley, we're all, the whole country was devastated when Sam Kerr ruptured the uh, anterior cruciate ligament. How's she going? And in a way, looking ahead to the Olympics, unfortunately, you didn't get to play with her much in the World Cup last year, but I guess it gave you a taste of, of life without Sam Kerr in a major tournament. Is that, in a weird sort of way, the only sort of positive going to the Olympics that you have played without Sam in a big tournament before? Yeah, of course. It's it's heartbreaking and devastating for her and um, she's doing as well as she can at the moment. So um, she'll just be taking her rehab day by day. But for us, of course, we've had the experience of playing without her, but um, we miss her and we feel for her. And it's it's tough being having a World Cup in, in Australia and home soil and her missing out on that. And then again, having this, this injury so close to the Olympics. So um, we're all supporting her and we're all behind her and Every, every time we step out on the pitch, she, she's with us. So um, I guess she can take that away with, with her each day. So after the game tomorrow night, I'm assuming it's straight back to Spain for you? It's um, straight back to club for everyone, although mm. I actually get two days to, to stay in Australia and see my family um, because I don't play this weekend. So I've managed to be one of the lucky ones, being able to see my family after. But usually, yes, it's straight on the plane the next day and back to the club. How many family will be there tomorrow night? Yeah, I've got a fair few. My parents, my my sibling and some friends are coming. So should be a good atmosphere. Now, you must be looking forward to an Olympics. Uh, Andrew Gaze, of mm. course. How many times? Five? Oh, I went the five. And, and, and the full Olympic experience. It, well, well, last time it wasn't the full Olympic, well, not Olympic in, experience. In you must be looking forward to just uh, an unrestricted Olympics and there'll be some other people around. Yeah, it was going to my first Olympics uh, in Tokyo was was obviously very special. But yeah, in terms of COVID and there being no fans and the Olympic Village was a little more secluded and um, there were just a lot of protocols we had to follow. So if we get the job done tomorrow night, I'm sure it'll be a little bit of a different experience um, for us going in this time. 
Nah, good luck. And uh, beautiful city, of course, in, in Paris. And you're over there. And your squad is, is a little smaller than the World Cup. And the game's a, a, a bit more compacted. It's uh, do you, when, when it comes to selection and those types of things, does that have any bearing on any of that? Yeah, obviously the squad's a little smaller. So um, spots are, are open and up for grabs. And everybody has to be working as hard as they can all the time to be able to push for one of those spots. So, um we're all making sure we're doing that, but there yeah, also less teams mm. at the Olympics, so hopefully more of a chance um, to be able to grab one of those medals that we're so desperately wanting. And no Great Britain, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, real shame. <laughs> uh, Hayley, uh, thanks for your time. Uh, yes. Good luck tomorrow night, uh, as we say. We think there's one foot on the plane. Let's uh, bang plenty in at Marvel Stadium tomorrow night. Uh, good luck the remainder of the se- season at Real Madrid, and we can't wait for the Olympics. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, guys.